0: Welcome to The Healing Catalyst. I'm your host, Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh, and I know that Ayurveda can transform your life. How? Because it transformed mine. And the best part is, it's easier than you think. Your body has exactly what it needs to heal itself. All you need to do to enhance its healing power is to start practicing healthy routines, which I can teach you. In over 20 years of practicing both Western medicine and Eastern healing traditions, the most important thing I've learned is that healing is a journey we take together. So on this podcast, I'll be demystifying Ayurveda and other integrated medicine, showing how these simple ancient practices are the keys to unlocking a healthy modern life. We are all healing catalysts because healing starts within. It starts with you and it starts right now. Let's get started. This is a Soulfire production. Episode number 33. Well, hello, everyone. It's so wonderful to be back with you again. Just me today for a solo episode of the Healing Catalyst podcast. I haven't done a long form solo episode since July, if you can believe it, which I can't believe because it's now the end of October. So it's great to be back with you, just me with you. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm Avanti. I'm so thrilled that you're here. Today we're going to dive into all things circadian rhythm to understand why this internal clock is so important and why syncing our internal clock to nature's clock on a daily basis is so critical for every aspect of our health, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And as always, don't worry about taking notes. There's a guide on circadian rhythm linked in the show notes for you. But before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know about something really special that we're doing again in December. It's an encore session of the Energy Reset Masterclass. Back in September, when I did this masterclass, several hundred people signed up. And because it was so popular, I'm doing it again on Thursday, December 9th at 6 p.m. Central. Now, during this masterclass, I'll teach you how to do an Ayurvedic mind-body-spirit reset from the comfort of your own home, which will help you pause and rest and reflect before starting the new year. It'll help you jumpstart your health goals for 2022 because you'll learn the basics of Ayurveda, how to reset your energy and how to sort of pause, let your digestion, let your mind, let your spirit pause for just a few days. I'll also share tips of how to get the most out of this experience. So I promise you, you don't want to miss this masterclass. There's a link in the show notes. So go there to sign up. Okay. Let's get back to today's episode on circadian rhythm and how it affects our health, specifically how it affects our hormonal balance. Because this month in October, we're talking about how to heal your hormones. So if you've ever experienced jet lag, or let's say you've pulled an all-nighter, you know, back when you were studying in school or maybe for a big work project that you're working on, you know that you can feel really off the next day. And actually for even a few days, that's because your circadian rhythm has become unbalanced. It's become dis-synchronized. And so you feel it really acutely in how fatigued you feel the next day, or You might feel a lot of brain fog or difficulty concentrating or lack of focus, right? And so whether or not you realize it, this circadian rhythm exists everywhere in our bodies and it affects everything that we do on a daily basis. But what exactly is the circadian rhythm anyway? Well, here's a really easy way to think about it. Our body is doing thousands, probably millions of different things in a given day. For example, it makes hormones, it produces digestive enzymes, it releases neurochemicals, it regulates what's coming in and out of every cell, it turns genes on, it turns them off, and the list goes on and on and on. And so our body needs a daily schedule, a timetable right? To make sure that it can get everything done. Sort of the way we kind of function in the world where having a schedule helps us get to everything we need to do. And that's the circadian rhythm. Now, circadian means 24-hour cycle and rhythm means a strong, regular, repeated pattern. And so the circadian rhythm is a regular, repeated pattern on a 24-hour cycle or said another way, a schedule that repeats every single day. It's a natural internal process that regulates our sleep and wake cycles. And remember, sleep is more than just getting into bed and closing your eyes. It's actually an entire ecosystem, an internal system that's working in your body to produce the hormones and the neurotransmitters that are needed to help you fall asleep and stay asleep at night, and then help you wake up and stay awake during the day. In addition, this This regulation creates a cascade of all kinds of hormones that then regulate every other system, organ, and cell in the body. Now, what's interesting is that I just said is that not only does our body in general have a circadian rhythm, every organ, every system, every single cell in the body has its own circadian rhythm. And so that's why when our circadian rhythm is out of sync or dysregulated, it causes a cascade of problems in every system, every organ and every cell in the body, resulting in all kinds of symptoms of hormonal imbalance, including fatigue, low energy sleep disturbance, digestive problems, and the list goes on and on. I know that all of us have experienced one or many of these symptoms, and so it's very likely that we have some kind of circadian rhythm disruption. Okay, so let's break this down in a way that's a little more simple to understand. There are two main key players in the circadian rhythm, melatonin and cortisol. At the most fundamental level, melatonin is the hormone that helps us go to sleep and stay asleep at night. And cortisol is the hormone that helps us wake up and stay awake during the day. Now, there are three factors that I'm going to focus on in this episode that affect melatonin and cortisol, which then affect circadian rhythm, which then affect all aspects of health. And those factors are number one, light, number two, food. And number three, stressors. The first factor is light, which is the most important factor that regulates the circadian rhythm because when the brain senses light, it will change the release of the hormones that affect our sleep and wake cycles, specifically melatonin and cortisol. The second factor is food. In recent years, more and more studies have shown that melatonin has a sleepy effect, not only on the brain, but also on the pancreas, which affects the release of insulin and therefore our ability to cope with glucose in the bloodstream. More on that later. And the third factor is stressors, which are anything that causes the stress response to activate, which in turn affects the release of melatonin and cortisol. The autonomic nervous system has two sides, the sympathetic stress response and the parasympathetic relaxation response. And each of these sides supports the release of either melatonin or cortisol. Again, more on that later. Now, I want to emphasize that these are the three factors or the three things that I'm going to focus on in this episode, because there are actually many things that ultimately affect melatonin and cortisol and the circadian rhythm. But I'm focusing on just these three because they are factors that we can influence every day through our daily choices. And because they are factors that have been known in Ayurveda for 5,000 years and are now proven by medical science. Now let's go through melatonin and cortisol one at a time and I'll explain how each of these three factors specifically affects their release. I'll then round out my explanation of each hormone with what we can do on a daily basis to optimize it. Okay. I'm visualizing you're all nodding yes to me. Okay. So melatonin, let's start with this. Melatonin is the hormone that helps us go to sleep and stay asleep at night. Now, the most important factor, as I mentioned before, that regulates its release is light. As the pineal gland in the brain senses the decrease of light, it starts to increase the production of melatonin. So melatonin is produced as the sun sets, when the brain starts to sense darkness is approaching. In recent years, the connection between food and circadian rhythm has been shown through studies of melatonin's effect on the body's ability to regulate blood glucose Studies have shown that melatonin has a sleepy effect, not only on the brain, but also on the pancreas. The pancreas releases insulin to pick up glucose in our blood after we eat so we can use it for energy. But if the pancreas is sleepy from melatonin, it doesn't release insulin, which means that this glucose is staying high in our bloodstream, which our nervous system then reads as a message to, quote, stay in processing mode. End quote, which is a daytime activity, instead of shifting to the nighttime mode of rest, digest, and repair. And finally, there's evidence that stressors negatively influence the synthesis of melatonin in the pineal gland. This effect may also be mediated by stressors causing increased cortisol, which also inhibits the release of melatonin. Because remember, at a very basic level, melatonin and cortisol can be thought of as opposing hormones. As one goes down, the other goes up. So stressors cause decreased melatonin. Now, as you can see, all three factors of light, food, and stressors are also interconnected. And so what we do later in the day as evening approaches, the choices that we make daily will have an effect on the release of melatonin and thereby on our circadian rhythm and ultimately on our health. So Let's shift now into what we can do to optimize and support the release of melatonin to regulate our sleep. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll recognize that many of these suggestions are also Ayurvedic practices, because once again, modern science proves ancient wisdom. The Ayurvedic sages knew 5,000 years ago that when we are in harmony with nature, we will have optimal health. And so to optimize the release of melatonin, which supports sleep, there are three things that we can do. And it's an easy to remember rule that I call the 3 one rule. First, decrease blue light exposure at least three hours before bedtime to send a signal to your brain that darkness is coming so it can start releasing melatonin. This means dim the lights in your home and turn off all phones, computers, televisions, and any gadgets that glow. And since we know that blue light is what suppresses melatonin, changing the color of the light can also help. So change the light bulbs in your home to ones that emit a warmer frequency and turn on the night shift feature on your phone and laptop, which automatically dims the screens and also blocks blue light by adding a red filter to the screen. Second, stop eating at least two hours before bedtime to tell your body to shift into night mode of rest, digest, and repair so it can clean up everything from the day. This means no more food, sugar, or caffeine. If you want to drink herbal tea or water, that's fine. And last, do one relaxing activity in the evening to shift into the parasympathetic relaxation state. This tells your nervous system to chill out, which supports the production of melatonin. This includes spending time with friends and family, reading a book, listening to music, playing a board game, journaling, take a bath. You get the idea. Anything that shifts you into a relaxation state. Now, from an Ayurvedic perspective, the 3-2-1 rule is really all about living in harmony with nature. When the sun is going down in the sky, we should start winding down and start relaxing. When nature sleeps, we should sleep. In addition, our digestive fire gets weaker throughout the afternoon and is really weak in the evening. So food is pretty hard for the body to digest, which is why the general guideline in Ayurveda is to eat dinner early, ideally before 7 p.m., and eat foods that are light and easy to digest. Finally, in the evening hours of 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., the earth element predominates with the qualities of heavy, moist, cool, and stable. By tapping into this energy and cultivating these qualities within, we can support health. So activities such as relaxing with family and friends, reading, journaling, all the things I mentioned before, they all have the qualities of the earth element. Okay, so now let's shift to the second key player in regulating our circadian rhythm, cortisol. Cortisol, as I mentioned before, is the hormone that helps us wake up and stay awake and energized throughout the day. Once again, the most important factor that regulates its release is light. As the pineal gland in the brain senses the increase of light in the morning, it will start to increase the production of cortisol. So cortisol is released as the sun rises in the morning when the brain starts to sense light. And remember, again, At a very basic level, cortisol can be thought of as opposing melatonin. As cortisol goes up, melatonin starts to go down. Cortisol is highest in the morning, right? So as I mentioned, that helps us wake up. But melatonin is still decreasing. And so the pancreas still feels some lingering sleepy effects of melatonin. So it probably isn't going to release enough insulin in the morning studies show that people who wake up and eat immediately may not be able to completely bring down the blood glucose level in the next 60 to 90 minutes. More on that in just a minute. And finally, we know that stressors cause increased cortisol. Now, the key here is that positive stressors that activate the nervous system will help us wake up and then stay awake and energized throughout the day. If they occur at intervals rather than that chronic stressor that puts us into overdrive. Okay, so now let's shift into what we can do to optimize and support the release of cortisol to help regulate our wakefulness and energy throughout the day. Once again, modern science proves ancient wisdom. So you'll notice that many of these suggestions are also Ayurvedic practices. Again, my easy to remember 3-2-1 rule applies. Okay, first, within three hours of waking, preferably before 10 a.m., Get outside in natural light for 10 to 15 minutes without sunglasses. You want the light to hit your retina because this sends a signal to the part of your brain that senses light and regulates your circadian rhythm. Second, wait for two hours after you wake up to eat. This gives time for the nighttime melatonin levels to decrease more. Therefore, your pancreas will be better equipped to release insulin to deal with blood glucose. And last, within one hour of waking, activate your nervous system with a positive stressor such as walking, stretching, yoga, writing, or meditation. Now again, from an Ayurvedic perspective, this three to one rule is living in harmony with nature. When the sun is rising in the sky, we should also rise and wake up. When nature is awake and active, we should also be awake and active. In addition, our digestive fire is weak when we wake up. So food is hard for the body to digest in the morning, which is why the general guideline is to eat a light and easy to digest breakfast. And finally, in the morning hours before 7 a.m., the air element predominates with the qualities of light, dry, cool, and mobile. By tapping into this energy and cultivating these qualities within, we can support health. Things that activate the nervous system in a positive way, such as walking, stretching, yoga, writing, and meditation, all the things I mentioned before, all have the qualities of the air element. So as you can see, The circadian rhythm is critical for all aspects of our health. It's an internal clock that coordinates the wake-sleep cycle with pretty much every action in the body. And it's set by the daily cycle of light. And again, modern science proves ancient wisdom. We're finding more and more evidence that what we knew 5,000 years ago in Ayurveda is scientifically sound. We know that the Ayurvedic clock, based on the daily path of the sun, is actually what has now been determined to be the circadian rhythm. The the clock tells us when to do what, when to sleep, when to wake, when to work, move, relax, and eat. And every guideline matches the scientific findings of the circadian rhythm. My hope is that this episode and my 3 two, one rule will help you reset your circadian rhythm on a daily basis to not only catalyze your healing but also to support your health and well-being. If you found this helpful, please share it with others. And if you have any questions, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, be well. If you loved this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way, you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. And if you're feeling really inspired, please leave a review so that others can find this podcast more easily. If you want to learn more, visit me on the interwebs at avantikumarsing.com. And you can subscribe to my newsletter where I send exclusive invites to my events, special announcements, and give you more self-healing tools and tips. And if you want to hang out even more with me, I spend most of my time on Instagram. You can find me at Singh, and we can connect more there. Until next time... Remember, with the right catalyst, you have the power to activate your own healing, because healing starts within.